0: Hey guys. Thank you for spending an hour with us. I'm glad you're here. I think you're gonna like this episode. We have Richard Clark from Christianity Today. He is gonna be on the show and we are, well actually not we, just I am going to get myself in trouble because I have long considered myself the worst person on Christian Twitter, the worst tweeter. But there are some challengers to my throne and we will entertain them in a little segment we're going to call Best Tweets of Christian Twitter But before we get there I just wanted to take a second and thank Our sponsors like we do every week um, If you want to sponsor The podcast and webpage You can find us on Patreon Slash Matthew E. Pierce it, I, I just can't describe how much Easier it makes it To create this content Knowing that you guys are, are supporting it And today I wanted to say thank you to Clint Reedy and Clint Reedy's Amazingly Manly Beard for being this week's sponsor. Thank you, Clint. And thank the rest of you guys that are listening and reading and supporting us. And let's get to it. This is
1: already, like, way better than I expected it to be. Quit judging me, Matthew.
0: It started when you accepted the invitation The Fun Sexy Bible Time. I was like, ah, who is this guy? (laughs) This guy doesn't have any standards. Well, I mean, yeah, no, but clearly, you know, the holier we get, the sexier we get. I mean, that's in the Bible, right? Hey, welcome back to the show. Thanks for coming back for another episode of Fun Sexy Bible Time. Guys, legends are colliding tonight. <laughs> Richard Clark! Matthew P- Pierce! <laughs> Richard Clark from hey, Matthew Today from The Calling CT Podcast. Richard, what are you doing on this show? This is a horrible decision by you. Uh, I honestly...
1: Had a conversation with someone before coming on where they were like, "What's the what's what are you what's the benefit? Like, what are you getting out of this?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, um, "Authenticity" or something like that. I don't know. I'm a sucker for anytime anyone invites me on a podcast, I'm just gonna do it. Like, it's, and it's crazy how it's always like an ordeal scheduling it around my life. It's not like it's part of my work or something,
0: well, Richard, it's Saturday night. the sun is down, <laughs> yep, we have important things to talk about. I feel like we just might save Christianity tonight it's, We're on the cusp. I feel like the global church we might be able to pull it back from the brink by combining our forces tonight sweet we're like um we're like Billy Graham and Carl F. H. Henry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Shout out to the four people who get that reference.
0: I feel like more people would get that. No, I'm in a little bit of a bubble, so maybe not. Yeah, you you're you're preaching to uh, what's the name? Derek Rishmawai? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how you pronounce his name. <laughs> how
1: do you pronounce his name? I have no idea. Rishmawai is correct. Rishmawai, heck yes. I'm go I'm going with that. Heck no, yeah. I'm it's not how it's pronounced. It's <laughs> I could get I could be getting this wrong. Um, um, but I'm pretty sure it's Rishmai, Rishmai. How about D Rishizel? That's yes, that's what his mom calls him.
0: All right, okay. Well, we got a little housekeeping to do before we get into the uh, to the meat and potatoes of, of Christianity. Got to do a got to do a shout out to loyal listener Jonathan simino who we have nicknamed him on this podcast Simonasty, because his last name is Seminow simonasty <laughs> Richard, I'm glad you're here. I need an expert's opinion on this because Jonathan came up to me and said, Hey, you know, I just want, hey, thanks for blogging about this stuff. I think it's funny. You know, I listen to your podcast. And then he drops the bombshell and says, I think my mom has started reading your blog and I think she might (laughs) listen to your podcast too. (laughs) So, Richard, is it appropriate? See, now Jonathan is, I think, 19. Is it appropriate? to give a shout out to his mom and call her mama simonasty Uh no. <sighs> okay. See like if but if see if if Jonathan could get his dad to listen in too we could call him daddy simonasty
1: That doesn't quite rhyme so it's still like it just doesn't work. Okay. For me. I'm sorry.
0: Okay. Shout out to Jonathan's mom. How about that? That works. Yeah, just stop there and you're good. <laughs> Richard Clark, what are you working on right now? Tell the people wh- where they can find you, what you're working on.
1: Uh, I I work at Chris James Today. I'm the online managing editor. Um, I do a podcast that is called The Calling, which is basically like this
0: podcast. Exactly like um, this podcast.
1: Yeah, um, but a little more like focused and good. How dare and, you, uh, sir. The people are interesting
0: and, you know. <laughs> so... <laughs> So if you want
1: something like that.
0: I am close I don't personal know. friends with Shannon Martin. How dare you say that? That's
1: fair. I feel like um <laughs> I feel like the first ten minutes of my show is kind of like this show and that it's just me going like
0: I don't know, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> well maybe you should fill up that time with more topics about Song of Solomon and the I Garden should of just
1: Eden. I should totally just have like
0: a Matthew Pierce random Subject generator,
1: and just like go from there. Take do like cards, do like cards against humanity, and take out all the dirty ones,
0: and then I'll be I'll be set. Or just play like a Carmen video, like at the beginning of every episode. That's like a lot of setup and prep required for that. I can't do that. Yeah, Carmen videos are powerful. You can't just unleash them. It's true an unsuspecting guest you need like a towel handy <laughs> for when people pat like a wet towel you need a uh, a prayer cloth out. that you got yeah. from, from rod parsley that you sent away and ordered yes shout out to the three people who know who rod parsley is i don't know who that is he's one of the tbn guys that like will send you like a prayer cloth for like a like a seed gift or something. i don't know <laughs> cool He's probably real close friends with John MacArthur. Who isn't? <laughs> Sh- Shannon Martin, for one. Oh, okay. Sorry, okay. Shannon. So, Richard came on not just to talk about Carmen and Song of Solomon, although those are important. He came on because we have to talk about the important issues of Christianity, which the other podcasts are frankly too scared to talk about. Richard. Mine Gork- included. <laughs> A known gamer, you are. <laughs> yeah, I am a
1: known gamer. <laughs> I just wrote. I just wrote a review tonight. In fact,
0: oh, what turned you, it in? What did you write it on?
1: Uh, Arms. It's a game called. I don't, that's. I don't. That's the, my least favorite game to say the name of. Okay. Ar, it's called Arms. It's by. It's for the Nintendo Switch. But it's that a Nintendo game. Sound
0: like a Christian game.
1: It's. It is Christian. I wrote about why. <laughs>
0: Okay, so we agreed to talk about games on this episode, and I think how we're going to do this is I am going to just pitch faith-based video games to you, and you have to decide whether or not we're going to put them into production. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if you're like on based the, on what criteria. Um, how many people like, I offend during the pitching process? Okay. Uh, but I, I also want to keep in mind, like, is
1: this going to be you know like is it um too ambitious i feel like that's a problem for christian games as they're like <laughs> like they've never made a game before and they're christians <laughs> and they're like we're going to make a 3d open world uh like like procedurally generated rpg right. where you play as
0: jesus <laughs> Are you old enough to remember like the Nintendo games that came out that were sold in the yeah. Christian bookstores? Yes. How definite were those? They
1: were really bad. They were like officially bad. Did you know that? <laughs> did you did you know that whole thing like one of the things that people talk about with these is like they're not licensed by Nintendo. Yeah. Nintendo like has to stamp your game and say like yeah, it works and we like it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they were just like, we don't need that. <laughs> they just sold them anyway which is like technically i think it's like basically pirating or something like you're just not supposed to do it i don't know how illegal it was at the time
0: but the the um the bible adventures game was so bad yeah and i don't know yes. which one it was it, the one where like you had to go as like miriam and like hide out by the 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 reeds to like hide baby moses or something like that one was really bad too
1: yeah it's like three in one right like noah's ark where you that was probably the worst of three where you had to collect i don't know an
0: arbitrary amount of (laughs) animals they uh and i i just remember like how excited like the christian bookstores were to sell those games it was like look we have video games too Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they sold them for some crazy amount, like probably like 30 bucks a
1: pop. And, and now they're, they're just... selling like Settlers of can- can- Canaan. <laughs> <laughs> every time I say that, it's a real game. That's a game that exists. And every time I say it, I want to say Canaan <laughs> because
0: that's how you pronounce Catan, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, they're just making the content so easy for John Christ right now. <laughs> Wait, who? <laughs> and tim hawkins all the, the christian okay. comedians got it i didn't i don't know them but john, john yeah. chris he's the guy that does like oh bio. my gosh
1: that's that's you probably are way ahead of me on this one but that's what's happening right like christian bookstores are a- actively and, and intentionally creating material for christian comedians <laughs> to make fun
0: of well i i still think that tom rainier banned show Baraka's album as a personal favor to him <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. Because I think that was probably one of the best things that happened to show Barack's rap career is getting his album pulled out of Lifeway. Um, let me think about that. Because I mean, where else? I mean, where else are you yes. going to get that kind of publicity in the Christian sphere? Because now, like, I
1: guess I'm just thinking about the economics of like, where else do people ever buy albums? Like, I feel like Christian bookstores are the only places that actually
0: sell physical albums. Yeah, I'd like to see like some some actual data of like what percentage of sales that account for because you got to think like almost all of it's got to be online now. Yeah, but there's Spotify and Apple like I guess I'm just saying like
1: if Show Baraka's not at Lifeway and a person knows that, they're just going to stream him for free. Mm-hmm. So we will get like 59 cents off of that. Uh, you know. I don't know. Maybe I know too much about <laughs> Streaming
0: economics. <laughs> okay, let me put a game to you. I'm gonna offend a lot of people doing this. I'm I'm just gonna try to offend <laughs> as many people as possible in Christianity with these pitches. Um Okay, so everyone knows the game Minecraft. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. do> I- <laughs> <laughs> this is all already like a standard issue Christian game you've heard of minecraft how about a game called winecraft w-h-i-n-e oh okay yeah wine okay and in the game you are a progressive christian and your goal is to tweet as much outrage as possible to to acquire enlightenment points where you can get the enlightenment points and thereby elevate your level above other christians
1: all the while so it's like a sorry go ahead (laughs) i don't mean to interrupt i need i feel like i need to take notes hold on this is i'm getting really into this now
0: so so in winecraft you you have to observe everything that's going on all the news stories immediately tweet about how outraged you are how disappointed you are and other christians and then through that you score enlightenment points and once you reach a certain number of enlightenment points you become better than other christians and then you get to look down on them cool i feel like you're passing on this game you're not
1: well no 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 i've got a lot of questions what's the end
0: what's what's the end what's the end game like is there are is there just an
1: ending or does it go on forever
0: is it like a leaderboard system Uh, you get your well the leaderboard is how many followers you have on Twitter and the end game is you get your own book contract so it's just Twitter it's (laughs) It's like
1: (laughs) I mean I I know that's the joke right like that it's just Twitter but also I'm just trying to figure out how to make it like a game the only thing I would say is that it needs two characters I think you need to choose like Uh, like uh, a reform seminary student could be the other character
0: like a like a rachel held evans character and then like a, well um, like the no like that you've got pro- progressive
1: guy yeah you got like progressive twitter guy
0: mm-hmm. and then you've got reform baptist oh no we're gonna make fun of the guy, conservative guys like, here in a second
1: okay well i'm just saying like this it is, feels this is like specifically to like they get fun.
0: mad about stuff too it's not as it's not as fun though as when the uh the progressives get mad at stuff okay yeah. Sorry, I'm
1: <laughs> I'm, re- I'm ruining your joke now. I'm sorry.
0: There, there was nothing there to ruin.
1: This is what it's like to have a CD person in. I'm just gonna on the other hand every single thing
0: you do. <laughs> okay, so the next game everyone has heard of Tetris, right? <laughs> That's but true. you have not heard of Gospel Coalition Tetris. Okay, where instead of blocks falling from the top of the screen literal think pieces of different sizes and shapes are falling down from the top and you have to rotate and align them to form actual layers of theology to build actual walls to keep you from ever having to interact with a non-christian. Um, You don't have to say anything. I'm just digging holes for myself here.
1: <laughs> well, my problem is
0: I'm thinking of them as games, and I'm like, that just doesn't sound very fun. Oh, no, they're all horrible. Like, they're all horrible games. None of these are good. Well, I'm
1: really disappointed in you, Matthew. <laughs> all week, I've been like, I'm excited to hear some good <laughs> game
0: ideas. No, it's just a, it's just about making fun of people. That's Okay. Okay, so... One thing we have been missing in in the modern gamescape is a SBC-themed game, Richard Clark. Mm Mm-hmm. Because Baptists like to play, too. Doggone it. So I propose an open-world, first-person role-playing game where the player takes on the identity of Russell Moore... And he faces an emergency <laughs> shortage of gravy. And the name of the game is Gravy Lord.
1: I feel like um, that's not the kind of battle that Russell Moore would be fighting. <laughs> As that's, Russell- not like, Moore- that's not his fight. There are a lot of other better protagonists for this game. I'm
0: not going to name them, but... <laughs> So they're, as Russell Moore, they're out there. you have to navigate this network of Baptist churches and their associated potlucks and figure out why is there a gravy shortage? Which Baptist church is using too much gravy? All the while oh, dodging sentient bottles of alcohol, uh, sentient drum kits, and the occasional dancer. So the gravy is like a metaphor for um,
1: like giving to the cooperative program? <laughs> like money, like hoarding money, because like some churches don't like it. Don't like Doctor Moore, so they're like, we'll keep our gravy.
0: Oh no, everybody loves Doctor Moore. What are you talking about?
1: Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought when you said um, SBC themed game, I kind of felt like a Civ, civ- Civilization type uh-huh. deal with, um, but only. You can only fight people?
0: <laughs> like you can only conquer people through military might and so that's like, it? Like different denominations warring against each other? Is that what? You're...
1: Or yeah, actually, or and now I realize like the old school civ where the religion was basically just like you converted everyone
0: okay. forcibly and you win. I'm thinking of like Age of Empires. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, like Age of Denominations so who would you put your money on what denomination w- would you w- what denomination would you play as put it that way
1: and well i was that was that's all sbc right there and that's just like contingents in the sbc oh, like okay. the reformed guys and then like the America first guys
0: listen and listen baptists don't fight what are you talking about I, they do fight the, they don't ever disagree with each other about anything it's complete and total harmony
1: you're right. This is a terrible idea. <laughs> anyway, if it was all denominations, it would be Pentecostal all the way. They would win every time.
0: Because you know those guys get their exercise. <laughs> That's true. They're going to yes. be laying on some hands. Yes. I've got real concern about the Church of Christ in such a scenario. I don't know enough about them to really say anything. Uh, are mysterious. They are. And- <clears> they <throat> are. And there's no, like, unifying, like, Church of Christ body. So the Church of Christ, like, up north are, like, way different than the Church of Christ down south.
1: Mm. Confusing.
0: Yeah. <sighs> I'm glad that Southern Baptists aren't, aren't as confusing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, like, you can make... I figured this out very early on when I was blogging, is that you can make Baptist jokes... And very seldom do people get mad because there's like 20 different kinds of Baptists and they just yes. kind of all assume you're making fun of the other guy. I know I do. That's for sure. <laughs> all right. I think we need to do some tweets, Richard Clark. Like, okay, what do you want me to tweet? <sighs> should have tweet about the – um should a tweet about sexy stones. Can you tweet about no, that? No, 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 no. I'm not doing that. Did, 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 <laughs> see I was about to say so I was about to make a joke that you told me not to joke about so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that on the inside so
1: I wasn't aware when we were talking about like what should we talk about and not talk about that like that would be talked about
0: <laughs> you're, you're confusing me for a podcaster who has scruples and or knows what he's doing yeah alright Richard <clears throat> Clark we got to do some tweets, baby. Let's do it. Okay, so I did a blog post last year of the worst tweets of Christian Twitter. Of, of I was really su- surprised
1: that I didn't make this list. I did that thing where I, I I'd control F'd and, <laughs> and, look, and typed Richard
0: in. <laughs> and I wasn't there. And it was sad. I've had soul searching, though, about this. Okay, I've had soul searching that I don't know if we should call it the worst tweets of Christian Twitter because there's a sort of malevolent uh, uh, you know it, it it it's got a ring to it that sounds like somebody's doing something really bad when really yeah. it's just like you know these tweets make me laugh so much I, I don't want to call them worse I think we should almost call them the best tweets of Christian Twitter
1: one way to really like nail that to the ground in a good way (laughs) that sounded really like unfortunate but (laughs) one way to really like drive that idea home that's the metaphor I was looking for (laughs) one way (laughs) one way to drive that idea home is to make it the the bracket next year oh Oh. because then you're voting for your favorites oh Richie Whew! that's why they pay me the big bucks
0: oh my gosh I My my paradigm has just been shifted.
1: (laughs) Anyway, I I agree with you. I think people who don't know what Matthew Pierce is all about would just be like, "Who's this guy? Think he is (laughs) calling all these tweets bad?"
0: (laughs) Well, the ultimate irony is that clearly I'm the worst tweeter. You know, nobody else tweets about you you know Song of Solomon and do angels have private parts as as inappropriately as I do. So correct it's it's akin to paul saying i'm the worst of all the saints that's that's how i choose to look at it um anyway so long story short i sort of keep up with the tweets on christian twitter that make me laugh the most and it's not like the the joke tweets it's the joke it's the tweets where people are trying to be serious but all i can do is laugh at it because it's so silly or or just wrong-headed yeah so i I think since 2017 is halfway over, I think we can go into the folder and take a look at what we've got so far. I'm excited about this.
1: You're actually—is this like a? This is a sneak peek, right? Like this this hasn't been published
0: anyway. This is so exciting. I'm really excited. (laughs) I'm going to make so many enemies when I do this, and I'm so excited to make that many enemies.
1: I'm just gonna like be as diplomatic as possible.
0: You don't have to say a word. You can you can just let me crash and burn. I feel like if I don't say anything, it's gonna say something. So I'm gonna have to like hem and haw a little bit. Okay, you are in the folder. Um, yes. But it, it's not funny to just. It's not this tweet is not funny to read. It's more funny if I screen cap it and put it on the final list because your tweet simply says more etiquette. If you got a screen cap a tweet to critique it, just don't. <laughs> so you will show up in the final version of of this online, but it'll be screen capped, obviously. Sweet. Every tweet's a subtweet. <laughs> also, I just want to throw this. Can ahead.
1: we prove that theory? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to prove that theory with all of these tweets. Whatever. Every. I'm just making a prediction that every one of these tweets is going to feel like a subtweet. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of people accusing me of subtweeting. All that means is that I didn't wake a we- wait a week
0: before I said it. <laughs> okay, so the thing I'm proud of, as as I pat myself on the back egregiously here, the thing I'm proud of about this is the best tweets. It's such a perfect sampling of like the different kinds of theology. Like there are so many different parts of Christian Twitter represented in this folder, from like mm-hmm. super liberal to super conservative. And I'm just going to make fun of everyone. Sweet. The clubhouse leader here is a uh, kind, gentle Dave Ramsey. Got trolled by like a 13-year-old kid <laughs> back in March. And the kid tweeted, um, oh, where'd it go? I just had it. I lost it. There it is. <laughs> the kid tweeted, Dave Ramsey is a liar. He does buy extended warranty. Hashtag exposed. <laughs> <laughs> and if you click on this profile, like you can tell, like immediately that it's just some kid goofing around. Dave Ramsey did not bother to do that. He quoted. He, he retweeted with a quote. Not sure what your goal here is, but you would be the liar. I don't buy extended warranties ever. <laughs> My favorite thing
1: is like not sure what you're going here for here is a such a perfect like reaction to a troll it's It's kind of like um just saying k to someone it just kind of implies it wasn't quite funny. it didn't quite get under my skin if he had stopped there right <laughs> The problem is that he didn't stop there, and then he just sounded kinda misguided
0: yeah he left that tweet up for like an hour before i'm guessing (laughs) i'm guessing one of his handlers got a hold of him and said look that's just a kid take that tweet down you look like an grandpa that makes it so much funnier so (sighs) uh, luckily one of my spotters caught it for me and sent it to me before he took it down so it's 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 preserved how many people like i i feel like
1: the um Matthew Pierce's Army is like weirdly large and and like covert. I don't really understand what's happening with this I, whole thing I have a but lot it kind of
0: scares me. I have a lot of pastors and people in ministry that send me things on the d m s with the expectation. Man, I can't tweet this, but I know you can, so please do what you must. I just
1: remember when I first started like getting at replies from you and just being like,
0: how does it have so many likes? What is,
1: what is happening?
0: (laughs) That that would be my army of repressed Christian followers. (laughs) All right. All right. Let's take a, let's, let's taste a little um, progressive here. Let's go Jory Micah. Jory Micah. Oh gosh. This one is so beautiful. (laughs) Okay, stop laughing, stop laughing. I sleep at night knowing, comma, I don't follow a rich, white, sexist, racist, heartless dictator, but a humble brown, merciful, feminist <laughs> king. Cool. <laughs> Who is making that case? Who is right. making the case that Jesus <laughs> is a sexist, racist, heartless dictator?
1: <laughs> it's hard to... But if you do make that case, it, she's right that it would be hard to sleep at night.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of sleep, let's get a little Matt Smethurst action going here. Yes! So, I have to be careful because he's one of my favorite friends. <laughs> He, this is Okay, this is the perfect Gospel Coalition tweet. Like, if you okay. distilled the entire Gospel Coalition down into <laughs> one tweet, this would be it. <laughs> Matt Smethurst. Sleep is our nightly declaration that we aren't God. <laughs> you know, or maybe just that we're tired.
1: <laughs> I'm feeling a little... Um... Attacked because I was just I heard that and I was like yeah that's right well yeah it sounds kind of good and then it's like oh wait a minute I don't see the problem with it. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's kind of like I guess okay I'm getting some perspective now and it's kind of (laughs) of like when you go see cars and then you turn
0: cars into like a metaphor for I don't know socialism or something. Like the tweet is fine. It's just it's like it's it's taking like even like the most mundane aspect and trying to ascribe some theological meaning to it you
1: should read the liturgy Liturgy of the ordinary Matthew Pierce (laughs) and I think you would understand I did which which Joel Osteen book is that it's Tish Tish Harrison Warren the um she's the one who um I don't know if she wants to be in control of the bogus beer but she wrote that piece
0: um okay not to be confused with Tish Oxenrider or Nish White Wieseth, whatever. Correct.
1: Not to be confused with
0: them. Nor to be confused with your buddy <clears throat> Kate Shelnut. Yes. Let's get a little Kate Shelnut tweeting going on here. co Coworker colleague, I can't.
1: <laughs> I suspect this will be a great tweet. A How? professional,
0: well-researched <laughs> tweet, if it is anything like her other... Output. This one is so beautiful. I love it so much. All right. Kate Chilnut, how long before we can read something in a book, copy it in our minds, and paste (laughs) in our computers? I can't tell if I'm genius or just sleepy. (laughs) (laughs) Did she really say that? She really did. On Twitter? Wait, this year? (laughs) 9th of March, 2017. (laughs) That sounds like me more than her. That's so weird. <laughs> Wait, does it have a link? No, that's just it. it's just her. <laughs> just... <laughs> All uh, right. <laughs> this is already like way better than I expected it to be. Let's get some Jamar Tisby going on.
1: Oh, not yes. Jamar!
0: It must be done. <laughs> Why are you just? she's like all my friends this is uh an ambush <laughs> okay the, no one is exempt all right jamar what you got for us <laughs> some christians conflate uniformity of practice with orthodoxy of belief which hinders the demonstration of unity in the midst of diversity <laughs> jamar come on baby bring it down just a little bit <laughs> I, I've read that 11 times And I still have no idea what that means I got it <laughs> Bring it down for the plebs Jamar Just We're not all uh, uh, We're not all Derek Reshizzle
1: He's writing for leaders
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay Alright Let's bring up a little D.L. Mayfield action This is this is so painful, (laughs) it is, but it's so beautiful. Uh, This was we had a stretch about a uh, a couple about a about a month or two ago, Mm -hmm. uh, where it was like every week there was this new news item bombshell dropping that like oh this is the end of Trump this is the end of Steve Bannon this is the end of Jared Kushner and I remember those days every time it hit it was like okay this is the end. <laughs> There's no way I'm gonna be able to do this with a straight face. This was right after one of those bombs hit and she tweeted <laughs> Stop stop laughing, stop laughing. I don't want to brag or anything, but Tuesdays are the day my husband and I fast and pray against white supremacy. <laughs> <laughs> She's just saying it's relevant to the occasion. and just the fact that like as soon as that tweet was sent out like the storm was over and it's like oh no nothing is going to end this administration because it's Teflon nothing can end it right? except prayer it can happen (laughs) if
1: I could be saved at age 16 (laughs) it can happen
0: how about some Ann Voskamp
1: cool I've actually never met her, so I think I'm okay. Well, you've never been to her farm. you got to
0: go to the farm to meet Ann Voskamp. Yeah, Caitlin went there instead. <laughs> okay, so context on this one. This is a reply. <clears throat> so Ann Voskamp was uh, uh, lecturing America on something about, mm-hmm. what well, we need to do something different. And most everybody in her replies was like, yeah, that's so brilliant, beautiful, whatever. And this one lady tweeted back at her. <laughs> just curious to know if you are an american citizen or canadian (laughs) and and, Anne voskamp's reply is such a beautiful example of evangelical word salad (laughs) i I can't even describe it i'm just going to read it just a sinner saved by christ's cross now a citizen of heaven in kingdom of god praying the church sees who isn't at the table but needs to be
1: so Canadian. Canadian. <laughs> I'm getting Canadian from that
0: translation. <laughs> translation. You caught
1: me. I'm Canadian. If you <laughs> take all the words there, actually, the first letter of every word is in a acos- acrostic <laughs> for Canadian. Wait, that's not what an acrostic is.
0: Anyway. <laughs> translation I am lecturing America on what it needs to do and I'm not an American citizen I found that beautiful okay how about a little Bob Goff how about a little Bob Goff on Jen Hatmaker action that is sounds- he the fashion guy? <laughs> uh, no comment I don't think
1: he is I think I just made myself sound stupid <laughs> wait this is um is this the is this the guy with a verified account
0: yeah he's like an inspiration is he, even a, is he a christian guy yeah i think so yeah he know. is all right chief balloon inflator it says <laughs> okay so jen Hatmaker had just tweeted out her um her piece that she was like comparing herself to easter or good friday or something hell like oh it, yeah she, everybody was mean to her because she whatever it sure, and something about Bob Goff's reply just made me laugh so hard. It says, "Jen, thank you, <laughs> Jen, thank you for your beautifully, <laughs> thank you for your beautifully written blog, and, <laughs> and your beautifully lived life." <laughs> Sending loads of love and respect to you. <laughs> what is a beautifully lived life? What does Matt, that
1: mean? <laughs> come on. Do I really need to explain this? It's <laughs> obvious.
0: That that one, if we do a bracket, that one's not getting out of the first round, but I found no. it, I found it amazing. <laughs> I don't know. That just sounds nice to me. <laughs> if someone said that to me,
1: I would be like,
0: he's got a verified thing and everything. This is Ooh. awesome. Well, maybe you just, maybe the reason they haven't said it is because you're not living a beautifully lived life. <sighs> That hurt. Dang, I just I just killed you right there. I'm sorry about that.
1: Right between the
0: eyes. Right, right between the eyes.
1: No one who plays as much video games as I do could be accused of having a beautifully lived life.
0: <laughs> That's a bumper quote for the episode right there. <laughs> Alright, let's just go ahead and uh close this out with with the Piper Sexy Stones tweet. Um, cause it's just it's so perfect. Um, but
1: that's isn't that from like last or that's from this year yeah that one
0: just happened oh my gosh I thought that was like back when he just had twitter <laughs> no, Man. no this is june 2017 john that Beiber. is god twitter is- veteran john Piper. <laughs> 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 well technically yes he is a twitter veteran god is able from these stones to raise up children for abraham luke 3 8 wealthy stones sexy stones <laughs> political stones Precious stones. And that's it. Okay. What are they again? What are the stones? (laughs) Wealthy stones. Wealthy.
1: Sexy stones. Political. And precious. So, I think it's a progression.
0: (laughs) Right? Like. Well, if it was a progression, wouldn't sexy be the end? It's the stones...
1: It's the order God works in.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, I know, but clearly, you know, the holier we get, the sexier we get. I mean, that's in the Bible, right? No, but I'm saying it's not a progression of
1: us. It's like a progression of the, when God's like, all right, I'm going to do something, and he's got to raise some stones to do it. <laughs> he starts with the wealthy ones. That's that's what they say. Is like if you know want to know like Henry Blackaby. If you want to know what God's doing, you got to go where the wealthy people are. <laughs> that's a that's not what Henry Blackaby actually says. I feel like I need to say that, but it's like a funny inside play on something he says. <laughs> <clears throat> but then he like throws everybody off by using sexy stones, and then and then it gets political. And then finally, it gets precious, which is like I think the stage we're in now, or about to be in. Mm-hmm. It's definitely been political. Yeah, <laughs> Trump winning was
0: political, and now we're in precious. That is, that is not, in fact, my favorite John Piper tweet of, of all time, or my favorite tweet about John Piper. My my actually my favorite tw- Christian tweet of all time is from some random looks like about eleven year old boy. Who made a Twitter account in 2012 and he tweeted out this is John Piper, You Are Sexy Girl. (laughs) That's your um cover image. Yes. I don't think Twitter will ever get better than that. It's so weird.
1: Wait, it's not your Twitter your cover image. What was it? For the podcast. Oh, for fun sexy Bible time, that's right. You should change the name to Wealthy Sexy Bible Time.
0: (laughs) Sexy Stones. (laughs) This is John Piper. You are a sexy girl. That is so weird. (laughs) It's just such a perfect tweet. Like, why does an 11-year-old kid know who that is and think that that's going to be funny? I mean, obviously, I think it's hilarious.
1: This is definitely, like, self-conscious, self-aware weird Twitter is what that is. Because his name is, like, 410, which is, like, just barely not 420.
0: It's a whole... Thing. All right, before we go, throw me some Pete and Pete hot takes, Richard Clark. <laughs> uh,
1: I like Pete and Pete. I miss it a lot. I don't know if it would hold up. I haven't seen it in a very long
0: time. Clarissa explains it all. Didn't quite hold up. Yeah, certain shows from that time didn't hold up. Yeah, I think a lot of it too is like certain shows like that. The fact that they didn't have cell phones then and do have cell phones now, like, would completely alter the plot lines. Of mm-hmm. like, you know, like,
1: well, well, you'd think that about Gilmore Girls, but um, it did, in fact, do that. Never mind.
0: Well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Point proven. <laughs> yes, you're because Gilmore Girls was is just as horrible now as it was when it debuted. So,
1: but also now, like, like the cell phones are like way too a thing it's just it feels wrong mm. do you ever think about that like if someone was watching our lives they'd be like cell phones ruined
0: this um yeah i mean it, it's it's hard because there's so so many good things and bad things about cell phones i just mean it's no
1: fun to watch like we solve all of our problems way too easily it's yeah. like, yeah, because like there's no drama anymore. Yeah, that's why
0: Twitter. Because <laughs> we need that. We need that in our lives. Yeah, because like sometimes you watch shows like that, and it's like whole plot points revolve around you. Know, where is so and so? We don't know where so and so is, and it's like, well, if, right. if it was now, just call him. He's got his phone on him. Yep. Today,
1: um, my wife and I went downtown just to be downtown with the boy. And we were like, we had one phone and we were like, um, we're like, let's split up. I'll meet you there. And so I'm like a block away, a place a block away. We said where we would be. But for that 20 minutes, it was like, it felt a little dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like we were really living on the edge. Like, if she's not there, I officially, like, don't know what to, to do. <laughs> We're, like, totally messed up. I'm going to have to take a lift home and hope that she's there. The other day, I came in my house. <laughs> the other day, I came in my house. My wife was supposed to be there. Noam was in the house, and her her phone was on the couch. The car wasn't here. Her phone was on the couch. What would you do
0: if you came home and found that? I would probably just go ahead and open up a Christian mingle account because <laughs> I, would I almost that, called the cops. I almost called the cops. I would assume my, my wife has been murdered, so we might as well just <laughs> right. go ahead and start integrating back <laughs> into the dating scene. Yep. Anyway,
1: so Pete and Pete, Pete and Pete, don't reboot it with a cell phone.
0: Can we? Get, I mean, could we get a revival? A Netflix revival of Pete, and Pete? Well, that's what's genius about. You could do prequel, right? Yeah, but see, I want the original Pete and Pete. I don't want, like, child actor Pete and Pete of, like, yo, this is young Pete and Pete. No, I want the, I want the same guys. <laughs> what do they look like these days? What are they doing? They actually have a are podcast they... together. Are you are you kidding me right now? I'm not kidding you. All right. I'm getting it. What is it? I, I can't think of the name. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the name. But If you just, if I just type Pete and Pete. Pete or... and Pete podcast. You should pull it up. Well, I don't see it. Anyway, no, I think it only works if we can get Artie involved. Yeah, I miss Artie. The episodes without Artie just are not the same. They're not as good. I wouldn't say that. I the one episode that sticks
1: in my mind is, um, it was like incredible. The one where Pete, you know, Pete stays home um, from school because he's sick or he pretends to be sick
0: Big Pete and it like talks
1: Pete. I just am saying Pete I don't remember I think it was little Pete <laughs> <Okay. All
0: right.
1: laughs> you know Pete um, <laughs> P, Okay. and I think I, I remember the, the a line in there about like I could see the dust and the, the dust molecules in the air and I was like yes that totally only happens when I stay home from school <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it just resonated with yeah, me that
0: show was that show was real it was real to watch as a kid and also mm. like as a dad now watching it it's like it's it's got like a weird amount of like heart in it yeah there was that uh, i don't know do you remember the episode where I know, they all kind of run together but the episode where <gasps> they're racing to get to the hoover dam <laughs> and the uh, I don't. the perfect family is racing them and the perfect family pulls ahead and then like pete's dad is kind of having this like moment where he's like man we, we we did everything we could but why is it always the guys like him that win and like uh-huh. man like is a dad watching that now just like seeing like pete's dad feel like the crush of male competition it's like oh man that's
1: amazing which yeah how are you watching that is it streamable on something
0: oh you can get them all on youtube oh well that's illegal <laughs> We don't play by the rules on Fun Sexy Bible.
1: (laughs) Um, The Adventures of Danny and Mike. That's the name of the podcast.
0: Yeah, that that sounds right.
1: For our listeners at home, their producer's name is Jeremy.
0: Yeah, I I like Little Pete. I was a Little Pete guy.
1: (laughs) Me too, probably. Old Pete was older than me, so I I assumed I related to Little Pete. Yeah. Big Do you team. think Ferguson was like passed over as Little Pete, in Pete and Pete from Clarissa Explains It All?
0: See, I, I was not allowed to watch Clarissa Explains It All. Are you serious? Yeah. Why? I don't, I don't really remember why. Um, I guess it was a lot of um
1: like our parents are dumb stuff. Could be. Yeah. yeah I,
0: there was a lot of shows I wasn't allowed to to watch.
1: And her whole thing, like, there, she tortured her brother. That was, like, a whole thing.
0: I mean, you just didn't, didn't get that kind of wanton immorality on McGee and me. That's true. Man,
1: I used to rent those from Rent. I used to uh, check those out from my, uh, from First Baptist Church Library.
0: Oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. The, uh, that show's good. Hey, Derek was, so, Derek was real. I like Derek. Derek was cool. <laughs> he is pretty cool Touché. Derek <laughs> the reformed bully oh, no. <laughs> what do you mean reformed bully oh you mean like he used to be a bully yeah I guess you were thinking I was meaning uh, Derek Reshizel is a, a Calvinist bully is that what you mean <laughs> no, that is um, he may in fact be I've never heard him deny it the bully in McGee and Me
1: is reformed a little known fact <laughs> But he was a Calvinist, and he was like, "If God wants me to not hit you, then I won't." But yeah, he does. So but.
0: punching kids that had NIVs. Right, that, <laughs> that was a total jerk move. All right, Richard Clark, what you working on? What you got? What you got in the pipeline coming up?
1: Um, I. What do I... I don't know.
0: I mean, I'm still doing that podcast, The Calling. Check it out. I'm really proud of it. Have any episodes come out since you announced it at the beginning of this episode? No. <laughs> no. No. They come out every other week, so you have plenty
1: of time to listen to the whole thing, Matthew Pierce.
0: Okay. I will. Are, are, there any, are there any bad tweets in it?
1: Maybe next time. <laughs> the
0: problem is I have like 10 in the
1: can right now that I'm just dulling out. So it's gonna be two years and then you'll <laughs> and then it'll be like, I'm gonna start doing bad tweets at the beginning of these
0: <clears throat> All right, you can find him on Twitter at the Richard Clark. Right? That's your Twitter handle? That's it, yes. TheRichardClark. Yes. The Richard Clark. And I'm Chris today and on the calling from C T D podcast. Hey Richard, thanks for coming on Fun Sexy Bible Time.
1: Thanks for having me. It was a um, dream come true. (laughs) No one who plays as much video games as I do could be accused of having a beautifully lived life. (laughs)